Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The match ball. Hello there, welcome to the show. Brought to you in association with Levi Solicitors. LeviSolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball for your 10% discount on your legal fees. I'll throw to you, Michael, where you can uh you were picked apart, weren't you, on Maco, by the way? Well, one, one person they hate they hate coming in, the backlash has started by you pretending to forget about what the services are. But you, well, it's not that it's not, you don't pretend to I, I, I always remember Will's Pro and convincing. It's just because you're not ready, isn't it? That's that is true. I do. I do remember those three. We should allow people Always. to send send in their own versions of it. You're, um, so, you're so good at it. You come and do it, you little cheeky monkey. Well, you know, we need it, don't we? It's what pays for the free podcast, I suppose, or something. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, thanks to those guys. Yeah. Check good. out the, check out the services with a discount. Thank you. Um, one all today against Huddersfield. A, fr- a frustrating day, wasn't it? Yeah. I feel like I'm owed at least another half an hour of football. <laughs> It was it was classic championshipy sort of vibes about that. We we got full championship there, I think. Yeah, I pretty much hated everything about it. The mm. first half lasted fifty five minutes. The ball was in play twenty two and a half minutes, which yeah. is mental. And then you know they were kicking us all over the place, but then we were just crap and kind of fell for it all, didn't we? As mm. well, I know. Um, I know when the ball's out of play, possession stats don't count. But if they did, their goalkeeper would have had the most possession today. Because it was basically just the second half, just felt like waiting for him to take goal kicks, mm. and it was like, come on, it's just so boring, it's so yeah. frustrating. You got into a cycle of time and everything, didn't you? Like, right, so, yeah. right, so he's got it at fifteen seconds yeah. past. Let's see how long it takes him to yeah. kick this. You're like, why is he? St- he caught that, and why is he still? Why is he still got it in his hands? Like a thirty seconds later, but well, that's that wasn't the problem, was it? The problem was we made bad decisions today, and didn't didn't work out a good enough way to to beat them. But you know, important thing is that we didn't lose. No, we should have won. Um, given the, the circumstances of the second half, talking point's going to be the red card. Very hard to find arguments with. Them. I mean, they hated the ref, but if you go, if you watch that on telly rather than being in the stadium and get sucked up, you know, sucked up in by the atmosphere, I think we probably had a pretty good game. One of the better refs we've had, actually. Yeah, I mean, the, it was um, their goalkeeper. In fact, at the end, was saying he he not seen a red card back, but he thought the referee had been a bit soft. But I mean, hogs two things. They're, they're two borderline reds in himself. I think the elbow is. A straight red, probably. Yeah, because he sees him coming and just if he'd have caught him in the in the face rather than on the neck, I think well, he would have been. Does yeah. get his jaw, doesn't he? Mm. But... Can't see him on the chin, doesn't he? But he's been trying his best to get sent off in both games against Leeds mm. this season, so it was like the least surprising red card. We, we actually I've called it, didn't we? We, yeah. we were chatting about it, saying he won't last the game here. And the um, was it Pearson? His tackle on Somerville in the first half was really mm. bad, where he sort of rates his studs down both of his calves, which mm. was a strange one. But again, 
yeah, we just weren't particularly good enough, which I can kind of understand because you go from the highs of Leicester and then another big game at Chelsea. There is going to be a, a lull eventually. But I think the thing I found frustrating about today is that the, the players that seem to, I mean, ev- everyone kind of didn't play well, but mm. the ones that really underwhelmed were kind of the ones that didn't actually play against Chelsea in midweek. And you'd kind of expect them to be a little bit fresher, but Kamara wasn't great in that first half. Nanto, I felt like, could have gone off at half-time because he was just giving away free kicks constantly. Rutter was kind of invisible in that second half. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, really frustrating day. Um, yeah, would you have made subs earlier? Because we were chatting about saying, do you roll a dice at half-time? Maybe, or I, I suppose, Farker has to then spend 15 minutes maybe sussing out exactly what it is that um, Huddersfield were doing in that second half. I'd certainly have done James for Nanto at half-time. Right. I can see why he left the other stuff. But I'd have done that one at halftime because it wasn't working for Nanto. And you kind of know the shape of the game at the, going in that second half because of them being out of 10 men and a goal up. You know it's going to be completely back to the wall stuff from them. And I've just felt like it was a, an opportunity to change it. Yeah. Rather than have rather than do it. I can, sometimes I can see why he wants to almost get a feel for the second half and then make a move based on that. And I suppose maybe he's judging to see what they do at halftime, arguably. Yeah, because they did make a change, didn't they? They took Ward off for a defender or a midfielder. Bringing James on for Nanto wouldn't have changed our shape, though, no. would it? So it was. Um, I mean, sixty minutes was when he made the changes, and that is kind of early for Farker. Mm. But it felt like if ever there was a game for him to make halftime subs, it was this one. And it was weird as well because James was warming up bef- like ten minutes before mm. halftime. Yeah, it's so when Nanto would look like he might be carrying that injury. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have the most effective day today, Nonto, did he? And we we were getting frustrated in that second half when we when it was all us. If you look at the momentum graph, it is all mm. us. Um, we were getting frustrated in that second half because we kept going down the left to Somerville, and Somerville obviously is having a great season. He's very effective, but it just felt like his decision making wasn't there today. He kept cutting in and just running into bodies or trying doing those little interchanges of passes at times. Well, it's just because it was the same thing over and over again. There were two players on him at all times. There was Radoni and their fullback who were both marking him, and then by the time he they were almost letting him go inside, but then when he got inside, there was a big group of people, so he was always trying to shoot through a crowd. And I mean, I suppose with the width of a post away from it coming off, because he did yeah. he did nearly score. He, had a, he should have probably scored first half as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's the frustrating thing, because we did create enough chances to win the game and set pieces aside, which I know you can't put set pieces aside, but I'm going um, <laughs> to. Didn't, they didn't have any chances to. They don't, I don't feel like they created anything. There were a couple of saves from Melier first half from set pieces one which ultimately led to the, them following it in but it didn't feel like there was any threat from them other than that mm-hmm. but then we I think we played into the hands by giving away free kicks and giving away um, like the the goal in fact came from that came from a daft free kick we gave away didn't yeah, it? yeah yeah mm-hmm. was that Nonso? I can't remember but I'm sure someone out there did something daft committed to a foul when the attack when they didn't need to and it was obvious they were that was going to be a plan of theirs was to make the most of set pieces which Again, you've got to say, well... You yeah. can do it, yeah. You there's, can. There's no, there's no rule book about how you should play, is there? You see the alternative approach of, like, Swansea. And, yeah, you can you can completely see why you go, right, look solid, kick them a bit, play for set pieces. Yeah. Worked. And it worked, yeah. yeah fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, the other, I think the other thing to say from this is that we were getting quite frustrated and quite het up there towards the end, but I feel all right about it. There's a lot of football still to be played. You know, points will be dropped all over the place now is not the time to lose your shit and lose your nerve. You just move on to Tuesday. Make sure we get it done against Stoke and Wednesday on Friday. I mean, it's March and we've dropped our first points of the year. I was going to say, when you see it's 28 points from the last 30, 
can't really complain about that, can you? It's fine, isn't it? And, it? and it's one of those as well that... If we do that again, we'll probably be all right. It being a very championshipy week, get a chance to win in a, in a few days, don't we? Just yeah. go and do that. It's fine. Yeah. Move move on. Another Knock a couple more wins together quickly and everything from this game disappears and you put it down to being one of those games. Yeah. That you go, oh, that was annoying because we should have won 10 men, better players, etc., etc. But we didn't. But it ultimately, you hope it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, I think that's a that's a fair shout. Like I said, I'm not in the in the business now. I don't think of uh, of losing my shit over that. It's frustrating, but I mean, it's just it's not it's not feasible to win every game, is it? We, we say that like, we say that ten minutes ago. We were all slightly losing their shit. That's true. <laughs> the, the frustration <laughs> of watching that game. But you can step back from it just yeah. a few minutes after full time and go. Do you know what? Okay, I think it was just such a bad game to yeah. watch mm-hmm. as well. I think that's the thing. Like I, I think I said it half time. I said, God, if football was like this all all the time, you just won't watch it, would no. you? Because it was just. It was a bit like, um, I felt a bit like when I watch a bit of NFL, it's just a series of set pieces. It's just like, there's about 30 seconds of action, then there's a, a break for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Then then just as you think, oh, maybe something's getting going here. Nope. Another throw-in, two throw-ins in on the bounce, rolls into a free kick, rolls into a goal kick, and it's just like, you know, all of a sudden, like, five minutes has gone, and absolutely nothing has happened, and there's been about four passes. Mm. Just really, really boring to watch. There was that bit when um, I think Hogg was booked for it was a tackle on Somerville, wasn't it? But he injured mm. his own player. Yes. But then there was a big break for both Somerville and their player to get treatment. Then there was five minutes before their player actually went off, but nothing happened in between. I think there was like three throw-ins or something. It was insane. Yeah, it was a good good move from Hoggy though, because the player who came on for the injured player scored their goal. So makes, good, you, makes good, you think. Yeah. Good thinking. Yeah. Good thinking. That was funny. That that he. he was, man- it, was it Somerville? He, managed to, he fouled Somerville into their player who then ended up having to go off injured and reappeared on, on crutches, I noticed. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, we were shouting for Takayama to come on, weren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Nakayama. Uh, it's dead funny that, uh, notes-wise. I made quite a few detailed notes in that first half, but then as soon as Hogg went off, which I've written down at 49, and then the half-time score, the only note I've made in the second half was two, actually. Bamford's equaliser. Robert's assist so that was good do you think Bamford was possibly VAR Premier League pubic hair offside it, I mean, it's possible it's hard because you, you only get the, the angled view which as you know with VAR you can, you can when you when you actually look fully side on it can look different can't it than when it's a, a bit of a, an angle but he's, he's onside enough say, he's not properly offside is he I thought no. he was onside, onside yeah and we take it obviously don't we and then the other note that I've made was 86 minutes which was Somerville's post I think it was just um just a typical sort of 10 against 11 attack against defence mm. second half wasn't it and you either break through it or you don't we didn't that's it end of it yeah didn't lose didn't lose mm. that was the frustrating thing though between um, Somerville hitting the post and then Bamford hit a shot wide right at the end it was 10 minutes and we didn't actually create another chance it was like ugh, you just need to be a bit better there. if you're on mm. it and if we are on it then you do create a few more chances but kind of just there's a lot of us attacking and nothing happening yeah yeah that's yeah. true, is that? Yeah, and then just... watching the same thing, over this, like you say, the exact same attack over and over again as yeah, but well. It's that classic problem that we ran into earlier in the season, wasn't it? Where you've got an absolute mass of bodies around the area and we don't quite know how to get through it mm. and what to do with it. And I think, we, again, we were getting frustrated with it going down the left all the time and not down the right because you kind of just wanted Dan James to go basic on it and just stick it past the player and get him behind him because when we got in behind him down that right-hand side, that's where the goal came from. But at one point, Dan James came over to the left, didn't he? Because he was so sick of not, <laughs> of not seeing it over on his side. He was like, fucking hell, right, fine. I'll go over and join the other two wingers who were already, <laughs> who were already on, on the right. Side. <laughs> um, yeah. Some good saves early does from, um, from Melier as well. 
when they were being dangerous off set pieces. Well, there's one, wasn't there? Yeah, there's the near post one. It was a, there's a sequence of a couple, wasn't there? Where yeah, but one it, of them, are you thinking of the second one where he saved it, but then it went straight to the yeah, player so and taps, like, yeah, and 11, taps it in? 11 minutes. Uh, it was the long distance yeah. shot and save, which no, was quite that, comfortable. That's, yeah, you should save that. Though. And then the near post um, save. No, absolutely. There were none of them that where you thought he, he shouldn't save that, mm. but he did his job. Fair well, goal. well done. Fair goal. It's a bit annoying though. I think it was Danny Ward who won the initial header and he's rode on Ampadu and Nonto all around him. And I know Nonto's only small, but you do think, how oh, are there three players sort mm. of in the vicinity? And he, he basically has a free header, which Melier saves. And I know people are a bit like, could Melier done better? But I sort of think, why is Danny Ward getting a free header there? Mm. It was pretty frustrating. Yeah. It's, it's same against Leicester, wasn't it? Free near post mm. header. Seems to be a bit a bit weak on it all of a sudden. Well, let's keep channeling um, Daniel Farker as you in a many in a very literal sense do Michael mm. uh, and just see where we are in a few games time I think it's, it's dead easy now dead easy to sort of look at every result as being defining you don't need to I don't think that's why I'm trying my best to kind of absorb it like that and just say do you know what I'm not going to let that ruin my weekend I mean it is now the, kick, the three o'clock kickoffs are kicking off as we speak uh, we are like, streaming live on YouTube by the way for our uh, TSB Plus members hello thank you for it's joining good, us it's good wasn't it because if, if Southampton and Ipswich both lost this weekend then we've you'd, gained a point. Then, you, yeah. then you'd gain a point of it. I know you'd still have slight regrets about not, you know, not taking more advantage. But you could also finish your weekend and go, "What's well, better than it was?" Yeah. So, I mean, it's unlikely, but you know, <laughs> well, if either of them drop points, it's possible, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? And and there, there are lots and lots of points to be dropped yeah. between now and the end of the season. For, and, and we have already established everyone. Everyone. Okay, positively. <laughs> South, well, well, we know Southampton are finished. Obviously, we mentioned obviously. that. Mm-hmm. Ipswich were have uh, been temporarily revived, temporarily unfinishing, unfinished. Yeah. Leicester are finished, obviously. Yeah, so it's just that it's a basically... Well, Leicester fans are wrong. So we're going to win every game between now and the end of the season. It's a canter to the line, isn't it? Although Andy Hinchcliffe, who was on uh, co-commentary today for Sky, um, had predicted that we won't lose another game. Could they just not have Hinchcliffe on? Mm. I mean, arguably just have no one on. Any any of his crimes today that stood out to you? There was one bit where... I think I just said, oh, fucking fuck off, Hinchcliffe. I can't remember what he was. I can't remember what he it was. When Somerville, about. It's when Somerville oh, yeah. shot and he said, he, if I'm going to oh. criticise Somerville, he should have passed it into the net, even though he's cutting inside and beating two men in the process and just tried to wrap his foot round it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And if he passes it and the keeper saves, he goes, it just needs to hit that with a bit more pace yeah. there. I would have done the thing that would have resulted <laughs> in a different outcome. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like they seem to stop doing that, but there was definitely a, a spell of where they'd stop a, a sequence of play and draw a square on the bit where they know like the header or the shot comes from and go, you need to really defend this space here. It's like, yeah, but you're watching that now because you know you know where they scored from. <laughs> yeah. So it hinges a little bit like that. It's like, yeah, I, now I can now I can look at it again. Should have put it to the other bit. Why don't you put it in that top corner? So he just we, adds nothing, doesn't are we, are we taking it out on Andy Hinchcliffe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of those days, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Very positive there, Michael. Who are you? Asks HH. I'm not very positive. I said there were loads more drop points. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mean just for us, to be clear. I mean, across the, the whole top four will drop many, many points in these next couple of weeks as I say like we, we were looking at it and we were breaking it down that if we'd won every game between Christmas and the end of the season you would have been talking about a, re- a record breaking yeah. sequence of results in the English game by a distance by some distance so that's it's, it's not just on the balance of probability it's going to happen you can't be good every game can you you can't be effective you're going to come up against different styles like we did today which um, let's say you know you contrast that with what we came up against versus Swansea, who just let us play. Mm. Whereas Huddersfield were determined to not let us play, and you know it worked for them, didn't it? It's a fair play. We it should did. give a shout out to Ampadu's reaction to the red card, where he just basically laughed in Hog's face. <laughs> he went, yeah, 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 and then went, "Go on, fuck off." <laughs> I don't feel like I've really got much to discuss about today's games. What about you? It's because nothing happened. Yeah. The ball was never in play. That was the point <laughs> I was making about like, in the second half, having no notes. It was just that repeated pattern of yeah. we'll keep having chances and keep trying to break through your. Your um, your deep defence. There's only so much you can talk about of Huddersfield having two throw-ins that take them three minutes to collectively get take, and it's like Georgie did a Steve Morrison shot, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Wasn't I? Was finishing. that the one that went for a throw-in? Yeah, it was one of those yeah. where you're looking at it going, "Was that deflected?" It was Did definitely not Steve Morrison footwork. Yeah, exactly. He's such a bizarre footballer. Mm. But and then I did enjoy their player going on a dribble and just falling over like a drunk man, <laughs> falling onto his face. <laughs> just like yeah, it's like the. Um, yeah, the clips of when you see like dr- fat drunk men having a race on holiday yeah. or whatever and one of them just completely falls has not run in about 20 years and just falls on his face it's one of those where you know you're stumbling for five yards going I'm going to have to fall over eventually <laughs> <laughs> prolonging the inevitable and then um, was it was it Grove nearly did the exact same bit thing like a mm. few minutes later as well he started stumbling mm. so I suggested they might have cobbled that section or something <sighs> man of the match do you even want to bother picking one uh... No, I don't think anyone plays. No, well. no, no one gets it. No, <laughs> there isn't one. No, I don't think anyone played very well. No, you'd say you'd say several people were fine and basically did their jobs, but then like the defense was not troubled apart from on set pieces. But that is part of definitely part of their job. Um, so Fot Mob have given it to no one. Ah, oh, strange. So no, no they've, given, they've given it to Helic there. The sub who came on and scored. Right. For them with seven point eight out of ten, which goes to show you the sort of quality of the game. All our players like so they they compile their match ratings by stats, don't they? It's, it's an algorithm that compiles mm-hmm. it. All our players are actually milling about um, seven between seven and eight, or se- between seven and seven point five. There or thereabouts. Well, it's because they all completed their passes. Yeah, didn't they? Non- Nonto six point six, Kamara six point eight. Um, everybody else was just just fine. Most of their players were sort of five six ish. A couple mm-hmm. got over sevens, but. Uh, He's frustrating his Nonto and he's, he's in one of these moods, isn't he? When things, do, when things start not going for him, he very quickly turns to just moaning and giving stupid fouls away. He's like, frustration can get the better of him quite early. Which was daft because it was their players that were all getting booked. It was their mm. crowd that was getting wound up. It's like, just leave them to lose yeah. their heads. Why are, we, why are you sort of joining in I mean, them? how many times in that game, Rob, did we say, 
don't foul him, don't foul him, mm. don't foul him. Because you'd have one of their players, the one yeah. player that was up front, um, running into a corner. You're, like, you're just willing us not to do a stupid thing. But well, we didn't do it too much, but we did it, it sometimes. A, it was a bit in the second half where we were saying, just don't put a foot in, don't put a foot in. And they eventually just passed the ball back to the keeper mm. who booted it to us. And it was like, just leave him to it because they're rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, well, they had no intent of getting forward, did they? It was... There was one where it looked like they were counter-attacking, but it ended up basically with one person running down the left and the one man surrounded by like four Leeds players. And I think that was one where we fouled him. And it's like, what are we doing? Mm. Just just hold him up and wait for something to happen because they're not going to do anything with it. So ah. It's hard, though, I suppose, isn't it? Because you don't encounter that very often. You're kind of used to engaging players, aren't you, if, they, if you see them with the ball. It's, it's almost a, a different skill to go, look, if we just wait here, We'll get it back soon enough anyway. Let's talk about Southampton being finished. Birmingham are beating them already. Well, there you go. Within two Excellent. minutes. Done. That might two minutes. That's gonna Start end blowing for full time now. That's gonna end at least forty nil. Get the get the ball in the get the ball in the corner and hold it there. Their, their goal <laughs> difference is gonna take a hell of a hit, isn't it? They lose forty five nil. So well, what's uh, fun is that we all know the result of that by the time this comes out on the free feed. So um, mm. yeah, are you happy with that as a result? Uh yes or not. Y- yes or not. Yes or not, one of the two. I'm going to feel stupid if Southampton win 44-1. <laughs> Go on then, hit me with some of your uh, your searing analysis things. I don't know really what to, to say about that. No. Let's just hope we've got it out of our system. Yeah, that was the if, one if where that's the wobble. You need a lull. Yeah, it, it was going to happen eventually. I mean, we still had 15 shots, but only two on target. So that kind of tells the story. Yeah. But, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what um, what Farker makes of it. I mean, not, his comments are not um, dribbling through just yet so. also let's never give Glenn Kamara a chance in front of goal again he's just <sighs> yeah that's start. a point we haven't talked about that what, what, what was he thinking or not there I mean he actually does well once he doesn't shoot initially to find Somerville with the mm. pass just, and then Somerville should score yeah. well. but he's got, he's got no killer instincts has he no he's he's very Adam for sure you go mm. back to the interview he did with the YEP where he's like oh don't worry I'm trying to get my first goal just give me time it's like, come on mate it's like March <laughs> I think that combined with him leaving that pass short as well pass um, yeah made made for a bad half I actually did very well to uh, bail him out of that one he did didn't he because he was left one on one there was a moment where I thought there was no one there then actually kind of appeared in the picture it's like okay we've got a chance here he's going to he's going to maybe do a job and and he, Archie uh, been taken decent. off as well would you make of that right decision because there, there was a kind of a thought that we had about maybe pushing him into midfield mm. take Kamara off because he'd not had the greatest game yeah uh, he's played a lot hasn't he Gray in the last the last week and he did so. do a few pretty like rubbish passes in the second half so you could see where he's coming from he's only yeah. a boy and Roberts again comes on changes the game with his uh, superb got the assist Tash he's a really good Tash he is a good Tash um, um, but yeah but yeah, he, he, another nice cross for him so didn't score today which is disappointing <laughs> yeah word. Piro came on and did nothing again but I, there was a point where I felt that there was an argument for putting Piro on because he's he is good at coming and dropping deep and linking play up whereas is when, he though well, when we yeah, I'm going to say yeah. Actually, I'm not sure he is. Well, when well when we we face this, when we face like these banked defenses, he is quite useful at dropping out of the the forward line and just coming to pick it up and then doing those little interchanges of passes. I thought it might be useful in that regard. Maybe he wasn't. Mm. I don't know. I think Perot would be best used, basically never passing to him and just letting him get on the end of a chance if it's mm. a number ten or number nine. But yeah, when I don't know, I don't really know what he's meant to be doing a lot of the time mm. he, he seems kind of stuck between two positions sometimes but then by that point because we'd taken Kamara and Gray off it was like just grew over in midfield so I guess he did have to keep dropping deep but I don't know yeah. I just know I know he didn't have a huge amount of time and it's difficult to get into games 
particularly when there's no space and you've, you've essentially you've been sent on to play 30 yards from goal with 10 people stood in front of you. Um, but I don't know. It's been, it feels like it's been quite a while since he did anything. And I'd rather he did something. Mm. Swansea beating Blackburn, don't care. Millwall beating Watford, don't care. Birmingham beating Southampton, do care. Is it, what's it, 3-0 now? No, it's just still the one. Still the minute one. Of the, yeah, they are six minutes in according to football, but I know it's running a couple of minutes behind, so it's probably all changed right. um, by now. But yeah, I'd like Birmingham to get something out of that game. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? It would, but you know, let's not talk about it too much because it's going to be instantly out of date. So. <laughs> long way, long way to go. What happens there happens. It exactly happens there. Six <sighs> games to go in it. That's when we need to look at the table. Absolutely. So far, I said. No need to panic yet. We trust him, do we? Do we trust him? Yeah. No, I think we should sack him <laughs> after that. Get someone who get a promotion specialist in. Yes. Um, changes for uh, for Tuesday. I think James comes in probably. Well, oh, man, Connor Roberts getting a start as well. For I would maybe push Archie into midfield. Yeah, take Kamara out potentially. I mean, another thing as well with today is that when players like Rutter and maybe Grew have looked a little bit off it, I don't think they've barely trained all week, have they? Mm. Like Somerville as well, as he had a knock, so. Maybe there's a little bit of fatigue in there, I don't know. But yeah, I'd like um, James, I think, to start and Connor Roberts. Admit, we've not really seen Byron for a while, have we? Because he's gone a bit. Mm. Sam Byron, but I won't mind giving Junior a rest at left back. Let's put it up. <laughs> Why? Um, Just to let him rediscover his, his spirit? Yeah, we've kind of gone on. We don't want to exhaust him. He we've played on the right wing. the peak, haven't we? First half, didn't he? He, came on the right, he played yeah. on the right wing, didn't he? He's we a free like, spirit, isn't he? Junior! Why? Why do you do this? He's a fun character, isn't he? Not in a character-character way. Uh, no. no. Although at times I may have called him that. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Should we wrap it up? And um, we will get together with Phil and we'll find out what was said in the press conference and we'll have a little, little pour over that. But I, I don't think we're going to face any surprises in the press, are we? Like In terms of what, what Farker makes of that frustrating afternoon. Um, yeah. So on and so forth. All I think he'll, he'll very mildly criticise us and then say that it doesn't matter. Yeah, you, you could see him having a word with the ref at the end and even then he was like, Okay, cool. Give him a thumbs up. What What would that sound like, Graham? Don't you, don't, you don't want to do it, don't do you? It. You're too Not sad. In mood. Not in the mood. Too sad today, Michael Normanton, aren't you? A little bit. It's a bit frustrating, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. One last check-in on the scores then before we... Uh... <laughs> We, we head off. <laughs> I'm glad you're not letting it. Um, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just relaxed. A relaxed weekend for the rest of the weekend. I can see in the comments um, mm. there should be two down apparently. Right. How, so. how are people watching that? I don't. Oh, three o'clock kickoff, isn't it? Yeah. Must That's... be. In. It's probably at the game. Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. at the game. One of our live texting. Actually, do you know what? Um, you know, we've obviously we've got spies everywhere. Mm. Um, one of our spies. Um, who are they playing? Birmingham. So one of our spies in the West Midlands sent me a message. Uh, sat and had breakfast next to Russell Martin and his coaching staff mm. at a restaurant, a breakfast restaurant in Birmingham. Can you guess what he was eating? Russell Martin? Yeah. Um, yogurt and fruit. What do you think, Rob? I'll go poached eggs and avocado. No. He had a cruffin. A what? A mm. cruffin. It's a, quas- <laughs> a, a, a croissant. <laughs> right. Blended with a muffin. Similar sort of a hi- hybrid um, continental <laughs> breakfast item. <laughs> Never heard of it. Yeah, I had a cruffin before. No, it's it's a it's a bit flaky and crumbly, a bit like oh uh, yeah South yeah Southampton have obviously gone on to lose from here. So uh, mm. so there you go. So it was always it was always written from from breakfast this morning. So thank you to our spy in the West Midlands Where'd for you that. Get cruffins from uh, the old cruffin shop. It was like a seabird. The, the, cruff, the cruffin man. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, cruffins for breakfast all round. All right. Cool. What do you have for breakfast? Ah, uh, 
I don't eat breakfast. Look at that. Um, Camp. Well, we've killed enough time now. The comments are coming in. Uh, Farka's reaction is disappointing in the way that we have to accept we're not there with the 10th win in a row. It's, pre- uh, it's pretty ambition. Does he mean ambitious? Uh, and to speak about a disappointing day shows our ambition. I think Phil's done a typo there. Um, we missed in the first 10 minutes a massive chance. It must be 1-0. Fair shout. Yeah, it does change the entire tone of the game, doesn't it, if we get that early goal, I suppose. Mm. And we would have definitely 100% run away with that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Facts. Maybe so. It's great that we're criticising Huddersfield for wasting time on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, we have a See the breakfast <laughs> chat. I'll just, <laughs> just check if the ball's pumped up enough. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to take it from the other side. Michael's just doing his laces. <laughs> the fucking laces. Oh, I forgot dear. about oh, that. Trigger, triggered now. He's triggered. Oh, why did the ref not? Why did you not have to go off the pitch to tie your laces? Um, it, it was a scruffy first half. Huddersfield played with a knife between their teeth. That's not allowed, is it? Mm. Um, Pretty dangerous, isn't it, I think. There were little tactical fouls, many yellow cards. It was stop and go. Some mentioned the ball was never in play in the first half. It was difficult to create chances. I think he's talking about you there. Because mm. you mentioned that. Oh, was it you, Rob? I mentioned it a lot. Both of us. Throughout yeah, the game. Yeah. yeah. T- knife between the teeth. Let's wrap it up there then and go away and think about tomorrow's breakfast, shall we? Uh, yeah. What are you going to have? Oh. A big sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a big bag sandwich. <laughs> Bye. The Match Ball. 